0: The month of January, the holy name of Jesus. Say the name of Jesus with faith, hope, and love throughout the day. Amen. I am your spiritual fitness trainer. My name is Jesse Romero, the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I am on duty.
1: I'm on duty, Jess. Terry Barber, the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and Jesse, we have a great show, and I'll tell you why, because we got some facts out regarding COVID that are phenomenal. Just In other words, a year and a half ago, we didn't have these statistics. Now... The narrative is going to be changed based on facts, we hope, because we're going to be talking about a 145-country study showing the sharp increase of the transmission and, I might add, death after the introduction of COVID vaccinations. All That's going to be great. Also, Provax Catholic Media, funded by Soros and Gates. Who's that all about? We'll talk about that. We're also going to have a special message from Dr. Robert Malone, a warning parents about COVID vaccinations. This was in Washington, D.C. Dynamic talk he gave. I'm just going to get three minutes of it to you. We've got plenty of good uh, news stories, but we also have a five-minute video on why people succumb to authority to get them to do things that they know they shouldn't be doing. And this was a fascinating video, but I think it really plays into why so many people, you know, got vaccinated Even if they didn't think it was a good idea, I've talked to lots of people who think that. So, this is going to be a great show. It's also a great feast day, and Jesse will be talking about that when we talk on the good news of the gospel. We call it soul food and much, much more. And also, Bishop Sheen's got a special guest everyone's going to love. So, Jess, how about some soul food, brother?
0: Yeah, Terry, the only thing I want to say is that I know so many good Catholics. Oh, yeah. Good Catholics that have gotten the jab. And so, there, again, it goes to the, the last segment we're going to be talking about. Why do people go against their well-formed moral conscience yeah, we'll talk when they it. know, yeah, when they know something is, is is wrong, and they still go against their conscience? Well, that that'll be the last segment.
1: Oh yeah, that's a powerful statement. there, Our video to watch. Good, yes. How about some yep. soul food, and then tell us about the great feast day today.
0: Yep. Mark chapter sixteen, verses fifteen to eighteen. Yes, sir. Short gospel. Today's one of the great feast days of Christianity. <laughs> the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. Yeah. That this man, I mean, single handedly, did more to advance Roman Catholic Christianity throughout the world than anybody else, singularly. Yeah. Obviously, by the power of the Holy Spirit, but God this this man was a mighty weapon in the hand of God. Saint Paul, the apostle, pray for us. Amen. Jesus appeared uh, to the eleven and said to them, "Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature." Remember, uh, there's only eleven because Judas has committed suicide at this point <laughs> That's right. and it consigned himself to hell, according to the church <clears throat> fathers. Mm-hmm. And and so it's just the the eleven at this point. They're going to bring in um, elect Matthias. Uh, the uh, apostles at a council, and then later on, Jesus Christ handpicks Saul of Tarsus, and he becomes Saint Paul. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. That's pretty black and white. There
1: doesn't get any simpler than that, Jess.
0: No, you you got to get a Ph.D. to complicate that.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, once you get a Ph.D. from you know. uh St. Diversity's University or St. Miscellaneous you know, <laughs> Catholic University, then all of a sudden, you're going to pour 500 words into what this means. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Our Lord says, these signs mm-hmm. will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. Yep. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'll make it simple. The only thing that I'm going to say is this. When you read um, Mark chapter 16, the context of those promises, our Lord is making it to the apostles. Mm -hmm. Now, you'll have well-intentioned, like Protestant Pentecostals, they'll read this verse, and they'll say, Oh, I could pick up a snake, and it's not going to do anything to me. I can drink poison. It's not going to do anything to me. I can drive out demons and there will be no retaliation. So you have a lot of misinformed uh, Protestant Pentecostal Christians that mean well, but don't know the context of this passage. It was spoken to the apostles. The, The apostles have the full office of the bishop. They have the plenary authority of Jesus Christ. We also share... In, in, in Christ's priest prophetic and, and, and kingly ministry as well in a subordinate sense as lay people but that's exercise within our family the domestic church and that's also exercise in the field called the temporal order as Vatican II calls it
1: well said Jesse hey I want to bring the smartest guy into the room Bull Sheen ahead he's got a special guest his name is St. Anthony the Great And Jess, this fits our culture so well. He said this, he's prophetic. He said, a time is coming when men will go mad. And when they see someone who's not mad, they will attack him saying, you are not mad. You are not like us. Well, Jesse, I think the world went mad over this COVID. I'll tell you why. Because anybody who wouldn't get vaccinations, they thought, you got to be crazy. And so they want you to get vaccinated, and they would put whatever pressure. I mean, we even have an Ohio bishop threatening to punish parish priests if they say anything bad against COVID jabs. I mean, this is how bad, even inside our church. So I think St. Anthony nailed it. And Bishop Sheen, I thank you for having that special guest on. Jess, I want to just throw something before we uh, we got a couple minutes here. I wanted to— Again, tell all the folks about this weekend. You're driving down or flying. I can't remember if you're flying or driving, but you're coming to the Spiritual Warfare Conference with Father Chad Rippiger and all of his staff. This is going to be a monumental weekend. People are. Uh, it's been sold out for eight weeks. We're going to film it all uh, so people can't miss it. If they want to watch it, they can go to vmpr.org. But tell us again, Jesse, in just a few minutes, why this is important at this time of church history, that what Father is doing is something he did year. This was done hundreds of years ago.
0: Well, I'll tell you why. Because there's a rise in Satanism in the country mm-hmm. and in the world. If you don't believe me, uh, <clears throat> the Satanists are going to have uh, a c- consecration of the city of Scottsdale next, right. next month. <clears throat> They're coming over to Scottsdale, the Saguaro Hotel. Uh, you also see Satanists making invocations. At different city council meetings, uh, invoking demon gods, you see Satanists renting uh, uh, state universities and colleges and having black masses there. Yep. You see Satanists; uh, they've annexed themselves to the Democrat Party. You'll see uh, they were cursing. the Satanists were doing liturgical cursing against President Trump when he was in office for four years. Yeah. They would follow the the basic uh, the, 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 way, the the configurations of the moon. And witches and Satanists using social media were doing organized liturgical cursing uh, against President Trump and his administration. You'll find Satanists every time the Democrats are having some type of pro-abortion uh, you know, protest or mm-hmm. rally or something. You'll find the, the, the pro abort Democrats are holding signs that say, my body, my choice. Right next to them, you'll see a Satanist saying, uh, uh, hail Satan. Right next yeah. to the Democrats. So they've annexed themselves to a political party. They've annexed themselves to Hollywood. This is why they they've basically become normalized. Yeah. You got them as chaplains in prisons; they're chaplains in the military, uh, in, in, in the military, and all in all branches of the military. Yep. The, and this is the problem that's not going away. The number one problem, the number one enemy of the Catholic Church. is not communists. It's not Freemasons. It's not Illuminati. It's not liberals. It's not progressives. Not Democrats. It's the devil. It's Satan.
1: And- And Jesse, let me just jump in, because I can hear your voice, brother. Let me just jump in and say, yes, but that's a biblical worldview. It's always been the case. The devil has been on leash uh, for 2,000 years since Christ, and before that even. But my point is, he's always—it's just like what St. Padre Pio said. He's like a a dog on a leash. He can only go so far. So what we need to do is prepare our families, our homes— to prepare for spiritual battle. And I think this conference is going to be one of those that will do that. And also, you're, yes, you're,
0: be- you're going you're to you're hear all three speakers yeah. say this. All of them are going to say them. this over and over. Tell them. You must live in a state of sanctifying grace. Yes. All three of them are going to emphasize that all day yeah. because that's the only way to free yourself and liberate yourself from a demon. It's the, And a priest can't do it for you, no. by the way. A priest could suggest it. A priest could give you the sacrament of confession. But it's an act of the will to decide to follow Jesus, to form your moral conscience according to the teachings of the church and say no to Satan and yes to Jesus. Only you can do that. You're going to hear that from all three speakers all day long.
1: And the way you can hear it, because it's sold out, you can go to vmpr.org and register online to get the recordings, not just to watch the recordings, but they'll belong to you, so you can watch them over and over again. invite yeah, people to your house. Yes, exactly, and, that's, exactly. That's, now that's a good thing. Have a, like a, a rosary, and then after the rosary, uh, watch some of the
0: A conference at your house, absolutely. Yeah. Terry, I just got a bit of good news real quick. I just wanna say, I know you meant, probably mentioned it, but this is really good news, yeah, that England yeah. ends all COVID oh, yeah. passports mask mandate and work restrictions. And I say that because England is a very influential country right. around the world. I mean, there was a point in time in history, Terry, That's where right. 90% of the world's nations were overrun by England. They, they dominated they most of the world at one time. So for, that, for them to pull away from this, this is huge.
1: Another good news story. Nebraska governor declares statewide day of prayer to end abortion. Going on and on, and we got more good news from other states, Florida, but I won't I'll wait until I come back to tell you more good news on the pro-life side. We're making a move. You know what the move is? For life. Join us here on the Terry and Jesse show. We come back, I kind of give you some information that's gonna blow you away about the massive vaccination.
2: Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
1: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. I promised you some more good news. Jess gave the good news about England, uh, Ireland, Spain. Uh, they're falling right now. Why? Because so much statistics are coming out to show that the vaccine was a bad idea. Hey, Jess, this is more good news. Florida legislature advances a 15-week abortion ban supported by the governor, now the Catholic governor who's actually living his Catholic faith. Yes. So more and more pro-life bills are getting passed. I could see in late June um, that when the Supreme Court makes that decision on Roe v.ersus Wade, I could see it happening, but we need to keep our prayers going because it's so important. Also, by the way, tomorrow I'm going to fill in for Barbara McWiggins' show and do a special pro-life hour with Father Frank Pavone. She's, Barbara's got COVID, so you can keep her in your prayers. Uh, she's you know recovering from it, but uh, it would be difficult for her to do the show, so I'm stepping in. But Jess, you picked up on a article that I think is just massive, and I'll tell you why it's massive, because it's a 145-country study showing a sharp increase of the transmission and I might add death after the introduction of the COVID vaccines. These were supposed mm. to be the solution and now they're the problem.
0: You hit it. You nailed it, Terry. I, I, instead of bringing an end to this pandemic like the uh, yeah. the medical dictators promised, yeah. the widespread rollout of the experimental jabs, mm-hmm. it's actually caused a sharp increase in COVID-19 cases That's and right. deaths across the world. yep according to a recently published uh, reprint preprint study that looked at the data from the 105 of the most vaccinated countries in the world <laughs> it's Crazy. it's a 99 page study. it's uh, you could you can get it on our show page vnpr.org or jesseromero.com. This 99-page study called Worldwide Causal Impact Analysis of Vaccine Administration found that in the U.S. specifically, (laughs) the jab has caused a whopping 38% more COVID cases per million and an even more astonishing 31% increase in deaths per million. In total, researchers have found That almost 90% of the 145 countries experienced this negative effect from the vaccines after they were made available. Just like Terry, just like you said, the solution has turned out to be worse than the problem. Now, it's got a lot of little detail there. You can read it on your own. But Jesse, let me jump in for you because you
1: nailed it also when you said that this has really caused more problems. But but perhaps the most telling part of the study Results in the countries which recorded the fewest COVID deaths in 2020 were the ones to experience the largest increase in cases and deaths once the vaccine was introduced. And some of them seeing increases as high as over, are you ready? A thousand percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. if we would have just done what science knows about a va- about a virus, that it mutates and gets weaker and that you just need to get it and move on and not stop everything as a matter of fact Jess, think about this okay think about they tell us to go in our houses stay indoors don't be exposed to any other germs and that's the best thing for you that was actually the worst advice they had ever given because all the doctors what Dr. French told us two Fridays ago here on our show that it's important that you have exposure to the germs because that's how you build immunity to these things and I'll give you an example I have a funeral. I have about 1,500 to 2,000 people that come every week, every month, I should say, about 25 funerals a month. I clean the bathrooms. Yeah, I'm exposed to germs. I clean the floor. You'd say, well, Terry, with all that germs, you're going to get sick. You know what? The doc said that was the best thing you ever did for your immune system because you're being exposed to these germs and your body's fighting it. And that's what I think was a better approach than putting him, me to go, go back into my house, shut the door and don't let anybody in. That's what's this. This study is proving, Jesse, that we went at it all
0: wrong. That's right. In, in the study's conclusion, yeah. researchers warned that the substantial increase in deaths in cases should be highly worrisome oh, yeah. for the policymakers around the world who have been promoting the experimental jab as the key to gain back our freedoms. The statistically significant and overwhelmingly positive causal impact after vaccine deployment mm-hmm. on the dependent variables, total <laughs> deaths and total cases per million, yeah. should be highly worrisome for policymakers. Yeah, I think this is going to be the death knell to the Democrat Party for the next election, in my opinion. Hey
1: Jesse, I'm going to make an analogy because this last thing I want you to read, where the results should encourage. Watch that. I want you to read that. But before I, yeah. I'm going to make a very strong statement. When the Nazis were killing people in the prison camps, they told them, hey, you know what? You need a bath. We're going to give you a shower. It's going to be really good for you. And that shower, they put the gases in to kill people. I think that our government is doing a similar thing when they tell people get vaxxed. Is that an extreme case? Yes, it is. But in a sense, it's saying the same thing, that people trusted, oh, yeah, I haven't had a bath in a long time. Let me get cleaned up. Nope. They killed them. And that's what this vaccine is doing over and over again, killing more people than it's helping.
0: And the reason it's not a conspiracy theory because whose whose money is behind this? Yeah, you, that's got, important. you got George Soros and Bill Gates. Yes. Both of these guys are depopulation control nuts. They're yep. control freaks. That's true. And guess what? They they are the puppet, the puppet masters of the medical community. Because they dole out millions of dollars to the NIH, to the CDC, to okay. the FDA. Yep, follow the money. And and this makes these uh, doctors, these governmental doctors, beholden yeah. to the big money that comes from Soros and that comes from Gates, two men that know nothing about medicine or science. But what they do know, what they do know, they have an agenda to depopulate planet Earth through abortion. Contraceptions and vaccination. And they're both on record saying this That's right, on right on YouTube. Yeah.
1: What Jesse is saying is nothing other than what they've said in public. Jesse, the results that you just talked about should encourage local policymakers to make policy decisions based on, oh, the narrative? No, on the data, man. And based it on local conditions, not global or national mandates. These results should also encourage policymakers to begin looking for other avenues. Out of this pandemic, aside from mass vaccinations. In short, this is just the latest evidence, Jesse, that you and I have been talking about for a year and a half, brother. Many others. Yeah. You know, not on a not on the normal newscast. Church militant life site news. Yes, we've been talking about this for a long time. These experimental rushed vaccines have done nothing but make things worse, and have only spurred transmission of new variants that have prevented the world from putting this virus in the rear view mirror. Your thoughts?
0: Several studies have come to similar conclusions as yep. this one, Yep. with two recently coming out that confirmed essentially the same thing. These vaccines actually are causing more illness than they prevent. That's, the, that's... And that's just referring to COVID illness. Wow. Wow. It's to say nothing of the substantial increase of other ailments and life-threatening conditions that have been sweeping the country. Hospitals are currently overwhelmed with patients that are sicker than ever, and it's not COVID. Say
1: that again, because a lot of people go, oh, our hospitals are overrun. Huh, COVID's out of control. Repeat that, Jess.
0: Hospitals are currently overwhelmed with patients that are sicker than ever, and it's not COVID. <laughs> exactly. Why, I'll tell you why that is. Tell us. Is, is because for a long time, people haven't wanted to go to the hospital. They've been postponing their appointments as a result of COVID, and because of the lockdowns, a lot of people's appointments were canceled. People with cancer, you know, leukemia, yeah, exactly. people with terminal diseases, people that were suffering from depression. And now <clears throat> that things are a little bit more open, people are going to the hospital and they're filled with people that are dying of many other things it. as as a result of, of uh, the way the government has handled this. I'm gonna tell you, Terry, at judge, on the, at the judgment of Fauci and Biden, they will have to answer, and this guy, Chi from a uh, uh, president, chief of China, this communist. They will, have, and Bill Gates, and Joe, they're going to have to answer for this collaboration, putting their minds and their money together to depopulate a vast majority of people on planet Earth through a vaccine that they that they invented out of whole cloth in the Wuhan virus lab.
1: Now that's a fact, Jesse, and you know, even uh, my engineer just gave me this article. I saw it earlier today. Boston patient removed from heart transplant list because he's not vaccinated against COVID. Uh, yeah, anybody who's not part of the program, and I, I'll just share with you this morning, I won't say who, but a good priest friend of mine said to me, Terry, I'm so glad I didn't get vaccinated. And I said, why, why, Father? He says, because all my priest friends told me that got vaccinated. They've never been so sick since they got vaccinated. That's just, um, and I get that from a lot of people. They seem to be catching colds. Uh, they seem to be uh, sore throat all the time. They're just not. They have no energy. It's it's ruined their health. Jesse,
0: Terry, I met a, I met a good Catholic guy. that uh, was given a parish mission in uh, El Paso, Texas. Yeah and this guy runs marathons and triathlons for a living wow. this guy's like this guy's like an optimum shaped like a robot yeah he got the jab. he's he's a catholic he got the the double jab and a booster
1: yeah
0: he, he told me jess i've been running marathons and triathlons for 15 years he says and 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 you know uh, uh, i'm always one of the top competitors in texas he says i've never been more sick in my life oh, since go. i took the double jab and the booster he says there's something in my body he says, that's destroying me. He says, I, I run like three miles now. I used to run 26 miles. I run three miles. I have to stop and I hold my chest because I'm in oh, acute no. pain. Like Yeah, so so he, he, he told me, there's only one regret I have in my life. I said, what is it? He goes, the only regret I have in my life, I've had a pretty good life. Things have been well for me. Family, education, it, 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 job, all that. He said, my only regret in life is that I compromised against my moral conscience and took the jab.
1: Wow. Jesse, I hear this over and over again, not just from clergy, but from lay people. Well, now everybody can go and look at our show page or jesseromero.com and look at the statistics here because the facts tell a different story than the narrative. Yeah. And we've been saying that for a long time. That's one of the reasons they took us off YouTube, folks, because we didn't, got, we didn't go into the narrative. As a matter of fact, um, that's one of the reasons... Uh, that's why we have our own Virgin Most Powerful, our fourth year now in January, uh, because we don't tell us, we're not going to tell people what management tells us we should do, whether it's the, no, we give the facts, the truth, the gospel, the biblical worldview, not a man-centered view. Here's the question I have, Jess Romero, who's influencing who right now? Is the world influencing the church or is the church influencing the world? I have to say, brother, come on.
0: Uh, Without a doubt The world Come on Without a doubt The world's influencing the church
1: And that's what has to change And I think the way it changes Is people like St. Paul See He didn't let the world Influence him He boldly proclaimed The gospel And when we come back From this break Jesse This is another Thing about Catholic media The compromise that goes on Why? Money Who's funding you? You Who knows funding Virgin Most Powerful? Our listeners No funding anywhere else And we're not going to take it, even if the government pushed us in. Nope. Hey, you're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. We're too blessed to be stressed. We're too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, we'd be billionaires. When we come back, Provax Catholic Media, funded by Soros and
2: Gates. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-888. 526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
1: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Uh, uh, I'm blown away, Jesse, by what people do for money. In other words, uh, these are Catholic organizations that uh, are willing to compromise because of funding, and I think that's just what we have here, Provax Catholic Media funded by Soros and Gates. Do you want to talk about that, Jess?
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> whenever you hear the word uh Catholic fact check, oh yeah. Just know this that this is a Soros uh, uh, uh Gates funded yep. establishment and they'll use establishment Catholics to pass themselves off as like, you know, very faithful to the magisterium, but what they're doing is they're going after people like Terry, myself, LifeSite News, Lepanto Institute, yep. Militant People that have an orthodox and a biblical worldview, they'll use this name, CatholicFactCheck.com, funded by Soros, funded by Gates, to try to smear people like us. <clears throat> the document, I mean, the the article was put out by Church Militant. They, they did a deep dive into this. <clears throat> the consortium of Catholic media, com, led by Elitea and linked to the Holy See, is a project to silence non-aligned Catholic journalists and Catholic (laughs) opinion commentators like Terry and myself. We are opinion commentators. It is financed by a large international anti-life, anti-family lobbies in cahoots with the big pharma companies that produce vaccines. Surprise, surprise. A well-documented investigation by the American website Church Militant reveals how Google, Soros, and Bill Gates (laughs) finance the Catholic pro-vax media to oppose those in the church who are not aligned with the pro-vax message. And it turns out that leading the consortium of Catholic media that call themselves fact-checkers, that is, those who check the truthfulness of the news, in this case on anti-COVID vaccines, is the website Alatea, published in seven languages, which en- enjoys a close collaboration with the Vatican Department of Communication as well as the Pontifical Council for the New Evangelization. The consortium, which includes some 30 publications, have been active for a few months and is looking for new recruits through its website, catholicfactchecking.com, which is is termed International Catholic Media Consortium on COVID-19 Vaccines. And the consortium is one of the 11 projects to have shared the $3 million made available by the Google News Initiative through the COVID-19 Vaccine Counter Misinformation Open Fund. So Terry, they're set, Soros, Google, and Gates yeah. are using Catholics <clears throat> like Elitea, Yeah. because there's, there, there's some Catholics on board there that work there. They're using them, they're deploying them for, for anybody like us or life oh, yeah. news or church militant sure. that would say anything what they would consider against the jab yeah
1: the narrative that yeah
0: you're gonna have these guys come out and say well we we Catholic fact check these guys and what they're putting out is fake news so now you have the further infiltration of big billionaire money into the Catholic Church <clears throat> controlling lay Catholics to try to to try to basically uh, silence us, Terry, yeah. and 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 call us liars.
1: Well, you know, to add to that list is the country of China, communist China, is giving a one point what eight million, billion dollars to the Catholic Church. Church militant had that article a couple weeks ago. And why is the Church in China that's being persecuted so quiet? Nobody's saying anything from the Pope down. It's because of the money. I I know this is bad to have to say this, but it's true. And unfortunately, we need to be praying for our church leaders. To, again, what did I say earlier, Jesse? Who's influencing who? The world is influencing us, Brother Jess, more than the church influencing the world. Talk, talk about, Jesse, talk about someone who's influencing the church. Here's a, a non-Catholic quoting St. Augustine in a speech that was done over in Washington, D.C. I loved it. There's so many good talks that were there. Uh, uh, this is a uh, clip that I want to play right now. If, Mr. Engineer, can you play Dr. Malone's clip and let's see what he has to say to us? Nope, he doesn't got to play it. Uh, well, Jesse, we'll get that in a minute. Yeah, when, when he it gets it. St.
3: Augustine, the doctor of the Roman Catholic Church, famously said The truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose. it will defend itself. <laughs> These are my truths, and I believe they're self-evident. We should not have politicized the public health response to SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. Regarding the genetic COVID vaccines, the science is settled. They're not working. They are not completely safe. Self-harm, suicide, and drug abuse in children have taken off around the world. Anxiety, bullying, intimidation, coercion have become the norm. Measured IQ in the very young has dropped. Fundamental childhood delays are easily measured. These genetic vaccines can damage your children. They may damage their brains, their heart, their immune system, and their ability to have children in the future. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Think for yourself. Because it's your responsibility, your responsibility, to protect and nurture them. The Davos Oligarchs, have demonstrated their gross incompetence to all the world over the last two years. They have neither right nor ability to govern America and Americans. We are a free people. And we have governed ourselves for almost 250 years now. Based on a constitution developed by self-reliant farmers, tradesmen, shop owners, and landholders. These forefathers rejected a foreign monarchy and an oligarchy and instead created a fought for a political structure which remains an inspiration for the world. A shining city on the hill. Amalek, when I was very young, a brilliant man said, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. This is our country. We own this amazing gift. But we must defend it if we wish to keep it. Today, I ask all of you to keep that brilliant young man's words in your mind and heart. We can all be leaders. And now is the time to step up to the task.
1: There were 16,000 doctors that signed a document saying exactly what all they're all on the same page the the you know what Jesse do you remember the pink elephant is in the room you know that whole thing this is all being exposed now
0: yes the, the, these guys are ex, are exposing the wizard of oz yes, the wi- behind the curtain that's it man yep they're seeing that this guy's fake exactly uh, and, and terry <clears throat> going back like you said it's the love of money that's the root of all this evil 1st Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 yeah and the bible says and some people and their desire for money have strayed from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pains did you hear what saint paul just said in his thesis today yeah that people because they love money and that's even in the church terry oh yeah they've strayed from the catholic faith again as a catholic no one is bound to follow any bishops pronouncements or the popes on something scientific or political even if they go out of their way and try to tell you, you know, that this is an act of charity to try to, you know, baptize the vaccines and the right. masks. As a lay Catholic, you could ignore that mm-hmm. because they're outside their lane of authority. Yep. They're not experts on medicine, science, or politics. Nope. <clears throat> I mean, heck, most of, the, most of them haven't even brought us the authentic Catholic faith. And so if, if, they, if they're not even bringing us the Catholic faith, are you going to trust them on science? No, well, not a chance. Again, no one, not even a bishop, can order a lay Catholic to go against your well-formed moral conscience. And if your conscience tells you, I'm not going to put anything that's been tainted with an aborted fetus into my body, then follow your well-formed conscience.
1: Jesse, you read the gospel today about going out and baptizing all people and having people accept Jesus Christ. That's the simple gospel that we need to go back to in our church I think what's happening, and I think everybody would agree, Jess, that we're spending too much time on worldly topics and not on the eternal topic of the soul. And, uh, you know, we humbly say that uh, let's get back to the basics and stop talking about recycling, stop talking about the planet and talk about the salvation of souls, and that's where we're going. Jesse, when we come back... I have to ask my question, why is it that so many people actually did things that maybe morally they said, I don't want to do, but I'll do it because, you know, i got to trust the government or the people of authority. There's a clip we're going to play that really exposes the process that goes through, through through this science. And I think a lot of us are going to go, wow, that, that's what's happening. And that's why, in my humble opinion, that every time we comply with these mandates— we get weaker because they're they're lean they're 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 hitting you a little bit with a pebble, a pebble, pebble, and then it gets too much. Well when we come back, we'll show you how they did this in America and around the world, getting people duped regarding the vaccine and much, much more here on the Terry and Jesse show. Don't so stay with us. When we come back, we'll have that. And also after the show, Bishop Joseph Strickland, one of the strongest bishops in the country will be speaking to us for the next hour after the terry and jesse show so stay with us we'll be right back
2: welcome back to the terry and jesse show to join the conversation call 888-526-2151 now Here's Terry and Jesse.
1: Put your seatbelt on. Don't forget, every day of the week is dedicated to something. Today is Tuesday. That's your guardian angel. Remember, I said the unemployment rate for guardian angels is way too high. Put them to work. Collaborate with your guardian angel. Jesse, this is a clip that you and I both saw over the weekend, independent of each other.
0: Yes. <laughs> my you... go ahead. My, ki- my kids told me about this guy. They go, Daddy, have you, have you heard of a guy named... Awakening with JPS and no, yeah, I they go, dad, this guy's, you know, a, a, a young he's conservative dark. American, yeah. uh, he's a YouTuber, he's a comedian, he's a life coach and a businessman, they're saying, dad, this guy is putting out <laughs> good, stuff. Uh, good, good political satire, but it's truthful, yeah. but he does it in a very comedic way. Yes, And so i listened to when i was over at my son joshua's house i'm like wow this guy's very talented he's putting out the truth in a way that young people like my kids can absorb the truth about the culture and politics mr engineer can you play the clip it's called why good people obey harmful mandates
1: here it comes (laughs)
0: So meanwhile, it comes... Uh... sure
4: seems like there are a lot of rules nowadays, doesn't it? Authorities telling us who can eat where based on whether or not you're carrying your papers, kids forced to wear masks in schools, people losing their jobs because they refuse to comply with authoritarian mandates. A lot of people seem pretty eager, even happy, to comply. Does that ever just feel off to you? How far would you go to follow orders? How much would you compromise of your own free will? Would you sacrifice what you knew was right? Ignore your principles, your instinct, your heart and gut. What if someone in a position of authority demanded that you do something that you knew in your heart was wrong, something based on a lie masquerading as fact, simply because they said it was a fact. Throughout history, people just following orders have done a lot of terrible, unconsciousable things. Nazi officers sent millions of Jews to their deaths during World War II. Secret police totalitarian regimes around the world have kidnapped and tortured children. Entire populations have been imprisoned and exterminated, all by people just following orders. It's easy to say, well, I wouldn't do that, I would resist. But would you, would you disobey a morally unjust order, even if it meant personal sacrifice? In a famous study of obedience known as the Milgram experiment, ordinary people were willing to inflict even extreme harm on another human being, administering what they thought were electric shocks of increasing severity simply because they were told to do so by someone projecting a symbol of authority. A researcher wearing a lab coat. In the experiment the subjects were told they were participating in an educational study and that they were to administer the shocks to a fellow participant each time an incorrect answer was given on a memory test. In reality no one was getting shocked it was a ruse. The other participant was also a researcher instructed to often answer incorrectly but this was unknown to the subject. As the number of incorrect answers rose, so did the severity of the shocks. An astonishing 65% of subjects obeyed authority, progressing farther and farther up the electrical dial all the way to the highest level, simply because the lab coat-wearing researcher insisted on it. The experiment's designer, Stanley Milgram, a Yale psychologist, concluded when authority was pitted against the subject's strongest moral imperatives against hurting others, and with the subject's ears ringing with the screams of the victims, authority won more often than not. The extreme willingness of people to go to almost any lengths on the command of an authority constitutes the chief finding of the study. What's all this mean for us? Well, ask yourself, who's wearing the lab coats today? And who are the subjects in this study of blind obedience? Politicians and those appointed by them go to great lengths to demand we submit to their authority, to bristle with indignation when caught in lies, and to demand we follow orders or else. In this real-world study of obedience, mask mandates, masked children, vax mandates, and enforced segregation imposed by those in real or figurative lab coats are the new shock treatment and they're studying us to see how far they can go and how long we'll obey 18th century statesman edmund burke said the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing tyranny progresses slowly inch by inch edict by edict mandate by mandate each one chipping away at liberty and freedom until nothing of what we formerly took for granted remains. Philosopher Ramdas tells us that, you can't get out of a jail you don't know you're in. Mm. It's time to see that the jail of compliance and obedience we're being led to believe is normal and just is neither. Our willingness to disobey authorities when it makes moral sense to do so, to stay true to our sense of right and wrong, is the most powerful weapon we have. Martin Luther King Jr. said, One has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. Gandhi tells us, Civil disobedience is a sacred duty when the state becomes lawless or corrupt. It's our moral responsibility and sacred duty to disobey, and to do so now. While we may be appalled that 65% of the subjects in the Milgram experiment blindly obeyed authority, we can be encouraged that 35% did not. They exercised defiance in the name of doing what was right. But here's the best part about the experiment that you'll want to know. When a subject refused to obey and others witnessed it, the willingness of those others to continue administering the shocks plummeted from 65% to just 10%. What does this prove? Courage is contagious. When you stay true to your heart and disobey what you know is wrong, it strongly empowers others to do the same. When we exercise our courage and bravery, we can take others along with us. Or we can stand by and do nothing and just obey. When the dust settles, which side of history do you want to be on? The side of obedience or the side of courage? The choice is yours. Courage, Jess, courage. Go ahead, brother.
0: This this guy he's a good is a good man. His, his uh podcast is called apparently this guy's got a huge oh, yeah, following. following he and he deserves it. He's putting out a good message. <clears throat> and it's <clears throat> he's using a lot of just natural law arguments. Mm-hmm. I watched about 4 or 5 videos I don't know if he's a man of faith, but he uses natural law arguments. And again, that's the way you, you appeal with people that don't have faith. <clears throat> and the Catholic Church is big on arguing, using reason uh, and, and, and rational thought and natural law. That's what this guy does. He's a satirist. He's a conservative American uh, comedian, life coach, businessman. <clears throat> he produces uh, videos trying to educate people on what's going on politically, but he'll do it. In a way that's engaging, in a way that's uh, in, in a way that's actually there's some levity. It's it's funny.
1: Yes.
0: <clears throat> and uh, what he was referring to, he's referring to a study. It's a very famous study. Mm-hmm. It's it's called the Milgram experiment. Doctor Milgram, he was a Yale professor. And in that study, sad it's sad to say that uh, two out of three people, will they'll shut down their moral conscience if somebody in authority like a doctor tells you to do something unjust or something that's wrong <clears throat> in other words for two out of three americans this milgram study proved that that uh, a person in a position of authority can cause two or three two out of three americans to basically go against their conscience that's right. and and this experiment demonstrates that authority overrides our capacity to think critically uh they measured uh, the, the a bunch of participants from they were men between twenty and fifty years old from different ranges of occupations and different levels of education. And again, you saw what they did. Yep. They were having them obey an, an authority figure dressed like a doctor who told them to perform acts that were supposedly uh conflicting with their personal conscience. The participants they were they were being led to believe that they were they were shocking using electric shocks to another person that was being basically strapped down. They were fake electric shocks, but they wanted to see how people would react. And two out of three people, they went against their conscience and and kept listening to the doctor and kept on hitting the electric shocks and hurting the person that was sitting on that chair. Now, Terry. Yes. the, the whole COVID nineteen mafia. This all, all the, right. They've studied all this. Oh,
1: they do. Yes. Yeah. This they're, is all.
0: This is all psychology and sociology. They studied it. They and want to they, see how far they can go. Yes, they've said the vast majority of Americans, based on the Milgram study, yep. if we keep yes. pushing this jab over and over right. again, got it, the, And they're going to follow. We're going to get the majority. Right. Not all of them. But they know they'll get the majority of people. And guess what? Their plan worked out masterfully.
1: Absolutely. And I love what he said about, you know, when good men do nothing, evil abounds. You know, then he says that courage is contagious. This is the time for us to stand up as citizens of this country, as Catholics, even to our church to say, no, this is not right. We're going to make a stand. And I believe that this video, if you've listened to it, it's, um, you know, something that's on our show page. Share it with your friends because well, everything he said, Jesse, was just, like you said, it was logic. It was logical. It was common sense. And the facts really demonstrate that we have been bamboozled by the people who want to do this experiment with the COVID vaccination. So I think that's a good point, And I would commend anybody to watch any of the other videos he has.
0: Yeah, Terry, uh, somebody sent me a meme. I think it was Richard on my meme. cell phone. Oh, yeah. Meme. And and the meme had a picture of two guinea pigs yes. that are talking to each other. And, and one, one, guinea, yeah, one guinea pig says, hey, have you got the jab yet, the vax yet? <laughs> the, the other guinea pig says, no, they're still experimenting on human beings.
1: <laughs> I got that same one from Rich. Thanks. Folks, yeah. th- this is where we're at right now. This is why many people aren't willing to speak up because the price you pay to do what we just did, right, you're not going to be on the on, on YouTube. You're not going to be on other issues, other networks because we can't have that well you know what here at virgin most powerful radio we are going to speak the truth in charity and love because as our lord said it's the truth that sets us free hey up next is bishop joseph strickland talk about speaking the truth in charity on the bishop strickland hour if you can't get it on your network your am station or fm station go to vmpr.org get the free download for your phone or computer you'll be able to hear Bishop Strickland speak like a lion. Jesse, what state should we be living in, brother?
0: Live in the state of grace. Don't live in the state of mortal sin. And remember, those Catholic fact-checkers are are paid by Soros and Gates and the communists. Don't trust them.
1: Amen. You know who's paying us? Here at Virgin Most Power, paying our bills? It's you, our listener. And I want to thank you for that. Like I say, up next bishop joseph strickland on the bishop strickland hour you won't want to miss it go to vmpr.org and may god richly bless you and your family